Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, welcome to episode 226 of French Away Podcast, episode 226 de French Away Podcast. Bienvenue, if you are new, I'm Jessica and in this podcast I explain in English because I want you to be able to understand my explanation, concept around the French language so that It's usually uh, grammar and vocabulary, but uh, sometimes also tips to help you uh, learning and to help you uh, keep being motivated. And I regularly answer questions from listeners. And that's the case in today's episode. Um, Martha from uh, the Cape Cod, Cape Cod, sorry, in the, in the US has uh, two little questions, please. <laughs> she says uh, she's very confused about when she should use the verb devoir and when to use falloir. As a result, she never uses falloir, but always uses devoir. Okay, so falloir and devoir, they actually have the same meaning. So, you know, devoir is must, have to, uh, so be required, it's necessary to, so that is uh, that, that type of meaning, same meaning, but different construction. Devoir is like your normal, uh, typical verb, although it is uh, irregular, it has three different uh, stems. We have the stem for the singular, je dois, tu dois, il doit. And then the, new, the stem for the nous and vous, nous devons and vous devez. These ones are easy. Nous and vous is usually very similar to the infinitive form. So devoir, nous devons, vous devez. And the third form, a third stem for uh, the uh, il plural, ils doivent. So we have doit, 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 dove, dove, and doive. That are the three stems. Um, but so it is conjugated using the, the, uh, the, the, the six forms. However, falloir is what we call an impersonal verb. That is to say that you cannot conjugate it with je, tu, nous, vous, but only with the il singular, just like the verb pleuvoir, which is to rain. You cannot say I rain, you rain. It's only it. I mean, it's exactly the same for falloir. It's only il, il faut for the uh, indicative present, il faut, or il fallait for the imparfait, il faudra for the future. So you can conjugate it in different tenses, but only to that one um, person, one uh, one form, which is the, the il. It is an impersonal il. It uh, doesn't embody any uh, anyone. So it's very different from the il, which means he, uh, when we refer to something uh, male. Let's see some examples now and you will see the difference of uh, constructions. By the way, if you're new to the podcast or if you need a reminder, all the words and sentences that I say in French, you can find in the show notes of the episode to help you. So, pour faire des crêpes, to make crêpes, pour faire des crêpes, il faut, 
de la farine, des œufs, etc. So, you need, uh, you, you, you must have, you need, you require flour, eggs, uh, etc. Il faut is just the impersonal structure which you can use. Pour faire des crêpes, il faut de la farine, des œufs, etc. Or if you want to use devoir, c'est... Um, So here, because it's a general meaning, uh, you could use the pronoun en, uh, on, for example. On doit, on doit prendre, on doit avoir, on doit utiliser. So we must, we must take, we must have, we must use. On doit prendre, uh, on doit avoir, on doit utiliser de la farine, des œufs, etc. Second example, il faut manger. Pour vivre. Il faut manger pour vivre. So, again, uh, here it's the uh, general truth. Il faut manger pour vivre. It's necessary. It's needed. It's required to eat in order to live. We um, may also say, on doit manger pour vivre. As a general meaning. So, you see the construction here. One is impersonal. One has uh, here the on pronoun. Uh, but I could also say, je dois manger pour vivre. Tu dois manger pour vivre. Or more generally, on doit manger pour vivre. Um, so, you have conjugated your verb. And the second verb is in the infinitive. So, il faut manger. Or on doit manger. Regardless of the structure. Now, when we are not in a, like a general uh, general uh, case or like universal case, such as il faut manger pour vivre, if you want to make it uh, more precise that the requirement uh, applies to a particular person, this il faut, um, the, the structure will change. Instead of having an infinitive, you're going to use a conjugated verb Uh, that applies to the person. For example, il faut que vous me racontiez ça. It's necessary that you tell me about that. I want to hear all about it. It's necessary that you tell me all about this. In that case, you're going to use il faut que plus the subjunctive. We could also uh, say, vous devez me raconter ça. You must tell me about it. Vous devez. So the subject is already the, um, is already the, the vous. So who the person who needs to do the, the action is. Vous devez, you conjugate the verb with vous. And then the second verb is in the infinitive, raconter. Vous is doing the action of devez and is also doing the action of raconter. First verb conjugated, second verb in the infinitive. It's a very different structure with il faut que is always going to be used with a subjunctive. We have two different subjects, the il, which is impersonal, and the vous. So the il is the subject of faux and the vous is the subject of raconter. If you want to say, uh, I need to go, I need to leave, you can use je, what would you say? I need to leave, I have to leave, I must leave. Je dois, and then second verb in the infinitive, je dois partir, or je dois y aller, I must go, 
I must leave, I must go. Je dois partir, je dois y aller. Je is doing the action of devoir, so conjugate the verb, and je is also doing the action of partir or uh, y aller. And so you don't reconjugate the verb because it applies to the same person, second verb, infinitive. Now you could also say like it's necessary that I go, that it's necessary that I leave. Il faut que, and then you conjugate your verb in the subjunctive, il faut que is typically a, um, one of these expressions that require the use of the subjunctive. Indeed, the two subjects, the subject from falloir, which falloir is always in personal ill, and the person who is a subject of uh, going, of leaving, is je. Two different verbs, two different subjects, they both need to be conjugated. Il faut que j'y aille, or il faut que je parte. We must go. Nous devons partir, or nous devons y aller or il faut que nous partions subjunctive or il faut que nous y allions how would you say the last example of these uh, you must do your homework you need to do your homework you're required to do your homework it's necessary that you do your homework so you must do your homework tu dois Faire tes devoirs. Where tu is both the subject of devoir, is the one who must, and is the subject of uh, faire les devoirs, is also the, the same person who needs to do their homework. Therefore, you conjugate the first verb, but not the second one. Tu dois faire tes devoirs. Or, it's necessary that you do your homework. Il faut que tu subjunctive, que tu fasses tes devoirs. Voilà. So, same meaning, different structure. There are additional meanings for each verb. Falloir, you can also use with a duration um, and that's to express the, the length of time that's necessary to uh, to complete, like the length of time, the duration that's necessary to complete uh, an action. So, for example, il faut environ trois heures pour faire Paris-Marseille en train. So, it takes about three hours to get from Paris to Marseille uh, by train. Il faut environ trois heures. So, it takes plus a duration. Devoir... Two other things. The uh, devoir expresses uh, in English as well a high probability of something. Must is stronger in probability, in likelihood, uh, is stronger than may, which is itself stronger than might. For example, that must happen is much more likely to happen than it that may happen, which is more likely to happen than it might happen, okay? So if you hear or say or read, uh, vous devez être heureux de cette belle nouvelle. Vous devez être heureux de cette belle nouvelle. Say, you must be happy with this beautiful news. It's 
very likely. It's not that you must, you have to be very happy, but it's just indication of the probability that what you're saying is actually uh, the truth. Another example of this, il est en retard, il est en retard, he's late, il doit être dans les embouteillages, he must be in the traffic jam, most likely. It's more likely than he may be in the traffic jam. Il est peut-être dans les embouteillages. So that's just a different way of translating because when you say il doit être dans les embouteillages, it's not it must be in the traffic jam as in he has to be, but it's just it's more it's he is very likely in the traffic jam. Now devoir is also to say that it was like bound to to happen for example uh, and i take that example from word reference um, les enfants se sont fait mal en se bagarrant um, the kids hurt each, hurt each other over fighting ça devait arriver it was bound to happen the likelihood here is also very strong so that's why you use devoir devoir is also uh, used to as um to mean to owe. For example, uh, when you owe someone money, je dois 1000 euros à la banque. I owe the bank a thousand euros. For example, je dois 1000 euros. Uh, or you can owe uh, someone, for example, je vous dois des remerciements pour votre aide. I owe you a big thank you for your help. Je vous dois des remerciements pour votre aide. You can see with these meanings that devoir, when you owe someone or you when uh, you use it also uh, to express must or have to or required, uh, devoir has the meaning of a moral obligation. Okay, so that's why um, the noun devoir, le devoir, which is a masculine noun, and it comes from the verb devoir, means the duty, le devoir. So it's a moral obligation. And used generally in the plural, les devoirs, so that means the, the homework, because that's your duties, your school duties, your home learning duties, your moral obligation to, to do that work. Used in the singular, le devoir means also an assignment. Par exemple, j'ai un devoir de français à préparer. I have a French assignment to, to prepare. Voilà. I hope that all makes sense. Don't hesitate to, to comment um, and leave me your questions if you need any clarification on that. Uh, if you paid attention, uh, at the beginning, I said that Martha from uh, Cape Cod had two questions. And the second question will be the topic of uh, the next episode of French Way podcast because Devoir versus Falloir was a full episode to itself. So uh, see you in the next episode of French Way podcast.